0: You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, this a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's bad, grounded, I don't trust these feelings Spread a your nose, and I'm on your air High as max on the cloud Am I in the air, Sunday nights, brown time I flex my umbrella, vote charm, transform to DX Don Mega, and on scene You probably think I'm nice, cause I slow like the streams To your wireless device, and the smoke full of steam Anymore. Any given night, out short like a piece of any given slice. Of. And for the latest and what is best about I, tune in and tune the rest out, done You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air? Hi, Am I on the Air? Oh yeah, you know what it is. What is going down, everybody? Welcome to a brand new edition of Am I on the Air? We are broadcasting live from the Missouri headquarters of Red Dragons Radio Studios. Um, yeah, I'm out of town currently. It is July the 18th, and it's a Monday. So bringing you the episode one day later than I should be. But, uh, yeah, the reason I didn't do an episode last night was because I was packing up and getting ready to go. I'm on a work trip right now for the week here in Springfield, Missouri. So, I decided, you know, I'm here in the hotel, kicking it, and I'll bring you the brand new episode of Am I on the Air here tonight from the hotel. So, if my sound quality is a little bit different, you know, bear with me here. I'm just recording off the laptop Didn't bring any headphones or microphones or anything like that. Uh, It's Season 13, Episode 2. Tonight's show is titled, Who You Gonna Call? Because, of course, tonight's big movie review is going to be the Ghostbusters reboot. I'm also going to be reviewing The Secret Life of Pets as well. So, the number one movie two weeks in a row. So, uh, strap in, get ready to be brought up to speed in all the latest and greatest in entertainment news. As I always bring to you. Uh, Before we get started with the show and before we get started with um, the movie reviews, I would like to announce, if you haven't noticed, our new episode of Red Dragons Assemble finally happened. It is on the interwebs everywhere. So, if for some reason you're new by this, because we've been doing Red Dragons Assemble over a year now, so I would hope if you're a fan of this show and a fan of myself, that you would go and listen to Red Dragons Assemble and hear the other podcasts that I do. Uh, for those of you that are new and you don't know what I'm talking about, Red Dragons Assemble is a podcast that we do once a month. And basically uh, it is myself along with Geeky Pat from This Week with the Geek and Peeps from the People's Forum. The three of us get together once a month and we do a, episode, we do a show called Red Dragons Assemble because we're all hosts on the Red Dragons Radio Network. RedDragonsRadio.com, follow on Twitter at RedDragonsRadio. So what Red Dragons Assemble is, um, is basically just the three of us getting together, talking entertainment news. And um, this is stuff to where if you're a fan of Am I On The Air and you're here every week, you should no doubt be subscribed to listen to Red Dragons Assemble because you would love it. If you love this show and you come back every week, there's no reason you wouldn't love Red Dragons Assemble. And I'm very, very proud of the new episode we just did. It was our Season 2 premiere. And uh, the episode is titled, Oh My. And um, uh, once you listen to the episode, you'll understand why we titled it, Oh My. And, um, you know, we decided to try a new format. And I think it worked out very, very well. I think we're all in agreement. That um, this new format is what we're going to be doing going forward. And um, and really, by saying new format, it's just a lot looser. Um, the show used to be very structured. We tried to be very, you know, professional and come to the table with um, what we were going to do and how we were going to do it. And um, we decided, you know what, let's let's throw that all out the window. And, you know, we're three friends in real life. That know each other very well. And I said, you know what? Let's just come and record the show. And whatever happens, happens. You know, whatever we want to talk about, whatever we want to bring up, we'll talk about it. And we get into some really cool conversations and some really cool topics. And it's all really off the fly. We did not discuss anything before we recorded. It was just whatever came up. And that's what makes it really special because the feedback I've been getting from people that have listened to the episode is that they love The chemistry they love. how natural the conversation was going. And it makes sense because that was the whole point. (laughs) And especially with our rapport together, um, it was a lot, a lot of fun. I had a blast doing it. And um, I think you'll have a blast listening to it. So definitely head on over to reddragonsradio.com. Click on the tab. This is Red Dragons Assemble. And listen to the Season 2 premiere episode of Oh My. Um, That episode is up now. It is also available on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Spreaker, um, on Google Play Music. It's uh, in a lot of formats right now, so check out Red Dragons Assembled. Alrighty, and I'm glad I was finally able to bring it to you because I've been pimping that we were going to get that up for about the last four episodes and we never did. So, (laughs) it is there now, don't fret. Alright, head on over, check it out. But, for this show here, am I on the air? Um, I am... uh, Happy to get going for you all right now. Let's start off with some movie reviews. Uh, I'm going to start real quick with Secret Life of Pets. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. Um, I am not a big animated guy. I don't really go to a lot of these kid movies. Um, Even though I'm trying to get better with it because I have a two-year-old daughter. (laughs) And she's starting to get into that age where she's saying, I want to go to the movies. And um, she's been doing better and going to the movies a lot with her mother. Uh, as of late over the summer, you know, they've been doing some really cool movies over the summer, like some older movies that they do like early in the morning, just something to do, uh, during some downtime. So the whole family wanted to see secret life of pets. And I always thought, honestly, there's not many animated movies that come out that just from the trailer, I'm looking at it saying, Ooh, I think I actually want to see that. Um, but from the very first trailer for Secret Life of Pets, I was down. I'm a massive pet lover. Um, I've had dogs. I've had cats. Um, I've had roommates that have had rabbits <laughs> and hamsters and guinea pigs. and I mean, you name it. Um, but I'm a very big dog and cat lover. And the trailer for this movie just killed me because I felt the personalities. I mean, it was so spot on. And um, so didn't get a chance to see it opening weekend. And we didn't want to take the, the baby Um, just because, you know, opening weekend, so crowded. So we decided to go Sunday morning, uh, this past Sunday morning on the second week out and it was still massively crowded. I mean, it was a sold out showing at like 11 in the morning and I'm just like, man, like this didn't work out the way I thought it would, (laughs) but, um, I'm glad to see it being very successful. Um, this was a really good movie. I I really enjoyed it. It had a lot of heart. Um, and even Kevin Hart, (laughs) ha ha. Um, who plays the bunny, and, um, you know, basically, the, the essence of the story is that there's this little dog, and um, he loves his owner, and one day his owner brings home another dog and says, "Up oh, here you go, you got your brother, and um, they don't like each other, and they end up getting lost one day, and it's this whole adventure to get back home by the end of the day. Um, all the animals in this movie are hilarious. Uh, like I said, you have the two main dogs that are the leads. You have the rabbit, you have several other dogs, you have a cat, you have uh, a bird, you have uh, just a snake, a crocodile, I mean, they run the gauntlet here, Um, but in the end result, it's a super sweet movie, it had some pretty good laughs, and they really, really nailed the animals. If you're an animal lover, I think you're really going to enjoy Life of Pets, Secret Life of Pets, because especially the cat, man, they just nailed the, (laughs) the cat as a... Cat owner myself, I don't have cats anymore, but I, I had two for a long time, for probably about a decade, and um, they, they the cat killed me probably more than anything else, because it was so spot on, um, but a very, very cute movie. Uh, I give Secret Life of Pets three out of five stars, and once again, you know, some people when I give a movie three, they're very quick to say, so you didn't like it. Once again, three on my scale is good. Um, it means I liked it. It was a good movie give it a four star it would have had to have been really awesome and I don't feel like I ever truly got there with Secret Life of Pets but I enjoyed it and I would watch it again so I would recommend it so three out of five it was it was good and of course the one you've all been waiting for now Ghostbusters uh, this of course is the reboot um, 2016 style directed by Paul Feig uh, who He's a great director. I've loved everything Paul has done, from Bridesmaids to um, The Heat to Spy last year. Um, He's a great director. And, you know, we all heard about this movie a little over a year ago when they started filming. And that they were going to do this reboot. And they were going to bring in an all-female cast. And I'll tell you, man, I never cared. Because I believed in Paul Feig. And I believed in the cast that he got. Because he brought in Melissa McCarthy, who he does every movie with. Um, who's just always so good. I love Melissa McCarthy. And by the way, she's lost a ton of weight and she's looking pretty good. So congratulations to Melissa McCarthy, man. She's been killing it lately. Um just a little side note. But um you had Kristen Wiig, who is always awesome as well. And then from SNL, you had Kate McKinnon and Leslie Jones. So I thought they really got a good um just group of female leads for this Ghostbusters reboot. Um, once again, this is a reboot. Some people don't seem to understand this and, and they think this is like a sequel 30 years later. It's not. Uh, this movie treats uh, the world as if it's never seen ghosts before and it's never known what a Ghostbuster was before. So keep that in mind if you're going to go see this movie. This is not a sequel. This is a fresh reboot. Um, and basically... I can't really get into much, because I don't want to spoil anything, but Chris Hemsworth is in this also, he plays the secretary, um, he's a pretty dumb character, uh, which is done on purpose, um, but I enjoyed it, some people think he's a little too dumb, and he was a little too dumb at points, but I thought he was really, really funny for most of the movies, so I won't complain about it, but in the end here, I really enjoyed it, um, I thought it did what it set out to do, and that was be a fun comedy with some horror elements and some action, which is what the original Ghostbusters was. And um, I thought this movie did a great job with it. This has been a very interesting movie to kind of follow uh, because a lot of people have been hating on it since it was first announced. And um, people just didn't want to even give it a chance. Um, cough, cough, like my mother-in-law, who's one of the people in the world that like to sit there and say, they are just ruining my childhood? No, they're not, dude. Once again, for my rules and... is that you always have the original if anything else you always have the original it doesn't take that away from you so stop okay it's, a, it's allowed new filmmakers to make their own version of something that we loved from back in the day and they did that here with ghostbusters they really did and honestly this is a Visually, I mean, the 3D was insane. I thought it was a Geeky Pat, and I'm sorry, Geeky Pat, I don't mean to call you out here, but there was a moment in there that a 3D thing happened with a goat, and he literally jumped out of his seat. And I was like, what? He was like, "Damn, that scared me. You know, and he's like, because you don't expect it. And we haven't seen 3D done this well in a long time. So uh, that was really, really cool. Uh, I thought it was pretty damn funny. I thought everybody did a good job in it. Um My only criticism is that I feel like Paul Feig was kind of held back a little bit. All of his previous movies are rated R. And I think if they would have been allowed to make this a rated R movie, it would have been pretty damn awesome. But he had to make a PG-13, so it is scaled back a bit. And I could feel it being pulled back a bit. Um, But I still thought he did a really good job. I had a lot of fun with it. I give the Ghostbusters reboot 3 out of 5. As well, I thought it was good. I would recommend it. My wife and um, my stepdaughter, my niece, and, um, my daughter, um, all went to the movies today to see Ghostbusters and they all four loved it. So it's definitely worth to check out. Um. It's fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, so as much as people want to hate about it, it's a pretty good movie, (laughs) so uh, there's no reason to hesitate there, so definitely check out Ghostbusters. So two, three out of five movies, The Secret Life of Pets, Ghostbusters, in your local theaters right now. Alrighty, so there's your movie reviews out the way, let's get going with our news of the week. Um, In box office news, Finding Dory has passed Captain America Civil War and is now the biggest domestic movie Of 2016 so congratulations to finding dory there um it's time for rock rolls and uh you know for people that forgot rock does have a tv show and that's ballers on the hbo channel ballers season two started last night so that is available so i want you guys to check that out Ballers season one was awesome so definitely check that out and support join the rock johnson in his tv foray um The video game Battlefield, which I'm not a fan of. I'm a Call of Duty guy, but there are Battlefield guys out there. And uh, Battlefield looks like it's coming to TV. They're going to make a TV series based on the video game. So, uh, yeah, check that out. Um, Director Paul Feig, once again going back to Ghostbusters, says that Ghostbusters will get an extended Blu-ray cut once it hits uh, Blu-ray. So, that's pretty cool. I wonder if it's going to be a rated R or unrated. Because that would be pretty interesting, too, since I just told you it got held back a little bit, I felt. So, um, we'll see. Uh, Steve Pink is set to direct Sega's Rent-A-Hero movie. I played Sega a lot as a kid. I don't remember anything called Rent-A-Hero. So, if anybody knows about that out there, let me know. Because I would love to know what the hell Rent-A-Hero is. Javier Bardem is looking to join the Universal Pictures of Monster Universe as Frankenstein's monster. Um, this is a pretty cool casting here, as you all know, and you should know, because I've been talking about this probably for the last two years on this show, is that Universal Pictures is trying to do a monster universe, and uh, they just got done filming The Mummy movie with Tom Cruise, they've gotten Johnny to be The Invisible Man, Russell Crowe is uh, um, Dr. Jekyll Mr. Hyde. They're looking to try to get The Rock to be the Wolfman, and now they're bringing on Javier Bardem as Frankenstein's monster. Pretty cool. NCIS has added Jennifer Esposito uh, to its new fourth season. Yeah, I think. But uh, yeah, NCIS is adding Jennifer Esposito on their next season there. Um. Woo, sorry about that. Um. I got a picture posted from the set of Kingsman 2. I want to talk to you about it, but some people might get pissed that it's spoilery. So, if you're interested, go take a look at my Twitter page at twitter.com slash i on the air. Go back about six days and uh, look at the picture that was posted from the Kingsman 2 set. Very interesting and makes me wonder what W. F is going on in this sequel. Uh, I'll, I'll leave it there. The TV show Shooter, which is based on the movie Shooter with Mark Wahlberg. Uh, there's a new show coming out with uh, Ryan Philippi in the lead. It was supposed to premiere this past weekend, and uh, USA has uh, postponed it. And it looks like it's being postponed even further now. Um, it was, uh, you know, there was the Dallas sniper attack. Last week, which is just very sad in the in the real world, of course. And whenever that stuff happens, and you got something on TV that's pretty sensitive towards it, they don't like to put stuff on there like that. So we're gonna have to wait a little bit longer to see the shooter TV show. Uh, Carrie Coon, who's one of the main stars on The Leftovers, she has joined the third season of Fargo. So that's pretty cool. Uh, this is very interesting. Director David Ayer of The Suicide Squad. Um, I can't remember if I talked about this on last week's show or not, but this was something interesting that came out, so it bears me repeating again, I guess, if I did do it last week, but I don't think I did. Um, (laughs) That in Suicide Squad, uh, people are wondering, what is Batman's role going to be? We know Batman's in it. We've seen him in the trailer. Um, David Ayer gave us a good response. He said that um, we're going to see Batman in this movie from the villain's perspective, which is something we've never seen before. We always see Batman from Batman's perspective, from Bruce Wayne's perspective. Now we're going to be seeing it from, you know, the Joker's driving away with Harley Quinn and all of a sudden, boof, something's on his hood. What is that? Oh my God, it's this hooded guy dressed as a bat. Um, you know, it's going to be from that villain perspective where it's like Batman's like a demon that's just haunting them and following them and they're trying to get away. This is super unique and very, very cool. And has me very interested to see uh, how this all plays out when I actually see the movie, which we're only a couple weeks away from. Um, so very exciting, man. Batman seen from the villain's perspective in Suicide Squad. I like it a lot. In the Everything Wrong With category for the week, we got Everything Wrong With The Rock in 17 Minutes Less, and not my Dwayne The Rock Johnson, because nothing is wrong with him. Uh, this is the movie The Rock, so check out that. Um, the Flatliners reboot is coming and it will has officially been given its release date. It'll hit big screens, um, August 18th of 2017. So we're going to fast track that one. It's going to come out next year. So very cool there. Um, Zendaya has joined you, Jackman in the greatest showman on earth movie that they're doing. Fox has given a pilot order for a new X-Men TV series. Now, don't go getting too excited, because this TV series is not going to focus on the X-Men that you all know and love. This is basically a generic kind of storyline of a kid who gets mutant powers, uh, the government finds out, or the police find out, whatever, and want to bring him in, and he goes on the run with his parents. So, it's a on-the-run kind of movie that we've seen done a thousand times, but this time it'll be set in the X-Men universe, although... Another thing to keep in mind is that these X-Men shows that are coming out because they're doing Legion as well um, are not in the same X-Men universe as the movies. So keep that in mind. But Fox looking to do that. And it sounds like the they were going to do a Hellfire Club show, and it looks like that has been canceled. Uh, Legion is still coming on FX, uh, but now Fox is looking to do this new X-Men show. Speaking of superhero shows, got a couple other things in news. Um, Snapper Carr. You guys know who that is? Because I don't. But I guess he's a villain who snaps his fingers, and he's got some magical powers. Um, But the dude (laughs) that, uh, oh, man, I totally just lost my link. Just lost my link. Um, Here we go. Uh, Ian Gomez, who was on um, the TV show. uh, God, why am I forgetting this, man? Uh, Cougartown. There you go. Cougartown with Courtney Cox. Uh, he was really funny on Cougartown, by the way. Uh, Ian Gomez is his name, and he's just been cast as a Snapper Car, uh, and he's going to be joining CW's Supergirl for season two. Um, he's going to be the editor in chief of Catco Magazine, the new editor in chief of Catco Magazine uh, in the show. Which, of course, I'm sure I'll have some kind of powers or something. Because that's just what we do in these shows. Um, speaking of CW, let's talk about The Flash. And um, we all know uh, Wally West was debuted in the second season. The end of the season, he didn't have no powers yet. And I don't know if this is going to be because of the alternate timeline or what of, of, of what is going on in the Flash universe. But Wally is going to become Kid Flash. And they revealed the first photos of him in the full outfit, in the yellow outfit. Uh, when, with the, it's really cool looking and, uh, it's cool to see that he is going to be Kid Flash. Um, but we just don't know. Like I said, I mean, my idea is that he's only Kid Flash because of this alternate universe that Barry's created by doing Flashpoint. And maybe when things get fixed, he won't be Kid Flash anymore. Maybe we don't know much, but we know that he's supposedly supposed to be this right out the gate coming from episode one. So that'll be interesting to see. We have another Everything Wrong With. It's going to, this time it's going to be Zootopia in nine minutes less. We got a new trailer for Tallulah starring Ellen Page. A trailer for Loving starring Michael Shannon. We have the Honest trailer for Ghostbusters 2. I uh, put up a cool little video here Batman v Superman, The Ultimate Cut, Easter Eggs and Secrets. So uh, if you're looking to find out all the little special nuggets there in BVES, uh, check out that video. Uh, got a pretty cool uh, video of Mark Ruffalo messing around on set of Thor Ragnarok with some big green Hulk hands because he's doing the motion capture for it, which is pretty funny to see. I love seeing set photos of uh, these movies, man. Very cool. Lance Bass, uh, you know him from NSYNC, and Lance Bass is set to host the gay dating competition show called Finding Prince Charming. Yep, that's what it is. Um, we have the first teaser trailer for Quarry Season One. Uh, I'm looking forward to checking out Quarry. This is from the guys that did Banshee, and as you all know, I love Banshee. Banshee is one of the greatest shows ever done on television. And if you're, I hope you, maybe some of you guys got into Banshee from hearing me talk about it. And if you did, make sure you head to Reddragonsradio.com and listen to the podcast that I did with my boy Links, where we did all four seasons of Banshee. We did, we did reviews of season 1, 2, and 3, and we actually did a full after show for the whole season 4, so if you're just now maybe getting into Banshee and having some time over the summer to do a little binging, go check out Welcome to Banshee on reddragonsradio.com. The TV show Catastrophe, which is an Amazon exclusive, uh, Catastrophe has been renewed for seasons 3 and 4, so congratulations there. My wife is a big fan of the show, so she's pretty excited that it got renewed two times over. Um, let's see here. Original Mad TV favorites will be returning for the new reboot episodes. So that's pretty cool. We know that there is a new Mad TV revival coming back over in the CW. And they're going to be bringing in some of the original characters to make cameos and do some skits and stuff as the show goes on. Which is pretty awesome. Um... Quentin Tarantino says you can expect two more films from him, and then he's retiring. So two more. Get ready. Um, Dan Harmon says that the community movie is still going to happen, and it will happen. So sure, Dan, we'll see when that goes down. Woody Harrelson's in talks to to join Rob Reiner's Iraq war drama, Shock and Awe, which is cool. The official synopsis has been revealed for Wonder Woman. Y'all ready? I'll let you know what it says. Here's the official synopsis for the Wonder Woman standalone movie. Wonder Woman hits movie theaters around the world next summer when Gal Gadot returns as the title character in the epic action, action adventure from director Patty Jenkins. Before she was Wonder Woman, she was Diana, the princess of the Amazons, trained to be an unconquerable warrior, raised on a sheltered island paradise when an American pilot crashes on their shores. And tells of a massive conflict raging the outside world. Diana leaves her home, convinced she can stop the threat. Fighting alongside man in a war to end all wars, Diana will discover her full powers and her true identity. So, ooh, I like it. And, uh, you know, coming up here is uh, Comic Con. So, news is going to start to blow on the water, man. I might have to do a separate episode on Comic Con. They're going to debut some Wonder Woman footage at Comic-Con, and it's going to be pretty damn cool. So I'm excited to see, I'm sure they're going to do the first full trailer at Comic-Con. I'm very happy to see what Warner Brothers pulls out for this Comic-Con here. With the success of the video game Pokemon Go, which I don't understand why everybody's playing this damn game, but they are. Um, Of course... They want to make a movie now based on Pokemon. So, Legendary Pictures has picked up the rights and they're choosing to try to make a live action Pokemon movie. So, good luck with that. Um, There's a pretty cool episode up of Geeky Pets. I just listened to it earlier today. His newest episode of This Week of the Geek is actually the dangers of Pokemon Go. And um, he talks about just kind of like what you're getting yourself into when you do this game a lot of us think of it as just a game and it's a lot of fun but people are getting hurt people are you know crashing into trees cuz they're doing it while driving people are getting mugged robbed raped um i mean abducted <laughs> i mean there's been kidnappings people have found dead bodies it's pretty nuts out there right now because of this game so um he actually did a whole episode on this and uh I definitely recommend you check it out so Check out the latest episode of this week at The Geek, and check out his Pokemon Go episode. Um, we have some more crazy photos from the set of Spider-Man Homecoming, which is pretty cool. Uh, Sigourney Weaver says that the Alien sequel, um, that the director of District 9 and Happy and Elysium, um, Neil Blomkamp, um, he's supposed to still do this Alien sequel, and Sigourney Weaver is a really big proponent of this thing, and she says that um, this new movie will give uh, her character Ripley a proper ending. So, uh, and remember, this is his movie will take place after Aliens, so it'll be Alien, Aliens, and then this movie that he's going to do, basically totally scrapping number three, number four <laughs> from the record books. Um, we have the new trailer for La La Land, starring Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. Uh, We have the new trailer for A Monster Call starring Liam Neeson, which basically you would call the Groot uh, solo movie. The monster that Liam Neeson voices looks just like Groot. I'm surprised Disney has not sued yet. The show Bloodline over on Netflix has been renewed for season three. We have the picture of your first look of Pennywise the Clown in the new reboot of Stephen King's It. And it looks really creepy. I like it a lot. Uh, We have the first trailer for Five Nights in Maine, starring David Oyelio. Supergirl has recruited um, Floriana Lima to play the gay DC character Maggie Sawyer. So, there you go. Misty Copeland is set to be the lead dancer in Disney's Nutcracker movie. David Desmashlian and Hiam Abbas have joined Blade Runner 2. Some interesting casting for Blade Runner, by the way. Very, very interesting. Uh, Director Sean Levy talks casting for the Starman remake. Yes, they're remaking Starman, and he's looking really hard to find the proper lead for that. Viking star Alisa Sutherland has boarded Spike, Spike TV's The Mist TV show. To Chiwetel Edgy of Fours and talks to play Peter the Apostle in Mary Magdalene movie. Ben Stiller, Brad Pitt, Mike White all team for a new comedy called Brad Status. That sounds pretty cool. NBC has ordered a new entrepreneur competition starring Tyra Banks. Ghostbusters has been denied release in China. I'm not lying about this. China is going to block the release. Of Ghostbusters, and when you look into the reason why they say China just does not like ghosts and they don't put out any movies involving ghosts. Uh, very, very interesting. <laughs> very interesting. Box office analysis Warcraft, the movie Warcraft, it avoids utter failure but will still lose money. So, in the end, even though it made over 400 million internationally, it bombed so hard in America that in the end, it will still lose. They are not going to break even on this one, so sucks for them. Uh, yeah, we have a picture up of the new billboard for Transformers The Last Night that's up in Times Square, New York. It looks pretty cool. Uh, saw the horror movie, saw it's getting another sequel. And right now, I'm seeing some reports saying it might be a reboot, some are saying it's a direct sequel. This will be number eight. Uh, Right now, the tentative title for the movie is called Saul Legacy, and it's being scheduled for an October 2017 release date. So, there you go. Uh, I think it it could be pretty cool to bring back Saul, but I hope they do something really cool with it because those last couple just, eh. eh. I was uh, hit and miss on that Saul franchise. Jimmy Kimmel and Sarah Silverman join Comedy Central's Roast Battle as new judges. Uh, Chuck Lorre's next sitcom will be on Netflix, and it's going to star Kathy Bates. So there you go. Um, we have the new trailer for The Haulers starring John Krasinski and Hannah Kendrick. Um, over on the TLC channel, they're saying that Josh Duggar is absolutely not coming back to the family's TLC show. So that's pretty good there. They should not allow him to come back. We have everything wrong with 10 Cloverfield Lane in 10 minutes or less. We have the new Power Rangers character posters for the new movie reboot that's coming out next week. Uh, we have all kinds of pictures and articles up uh, from the first set visit of Matthew McConaughey and Elba's new movie, The Dark Tower. The Stephen King Dark Tower movie. They're finally filming it, and we got a bunch of information on there for you to check out. Um, the, we have the full cast listing for Spike TV's The Mist TV series. That Kathy Bates' uh, Chuck Lorre Netflix series has been officially titled. Um, we have the new trailer for no man's sky. So that's pretty cool. I'll be me and Gigi Pat. We got that reserved going out next month, man. Very excited. Um, Emmy nominations. So the Emmys are dropping, which means it's time to award the best on television. And uh, so of course we've got to talk some Emmy stuff. Uh, you're, So let me, uh, let me see here. Let me pull up the complete list so we could discuss coming out here. Um, I thought this year's nominations were pretty solid for the most part. Some years I look at this thing and I'm just like, what the hell are they talking about? But then other times they get it right. So here are the nominations. Sorry. Here are the nominations that were announced for the 68th Annual Emmy Awards that will air September 18th on ABC um, Outstanding Drama Series Game of Thrones, Mr. Robot, House of Cards, Downton Abbey, Better Call Sal, The Americans, and Homeland. Uh, I would go with Mr. Robot on that one, maybe even Homeland, but definitely Mr. Robot. Outstanding Comedy Series Veep, Transparent, Modern Family, Blackish, Silicon Valley. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and Master of None. This is the hardest category for me. I love Modern Family, Blackish, Silicon Valley, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, and Master of None. So five of the uh, what seven nominees I love. So this one's really really hard to do. If you haven't seen Master of None on Netflix, I highly recommend it. Unbreakable um, Kimmy Schmidt's hilarious, but it's very quirky. You got to have the right comedy sense of humor for it. Silicon Valley is outstanding. Uh, every episode. Blackish is probably the best comedy sitcom that's on television right now, and Modern Family is right behind it, so some great stuff there. Outstanding Drama Actor Kevin Spacey for House of Cards, Remy Malik for Mr. Robot, Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Sal, Leif Schreiber for Ray Donovan, Kyle Chandler for Bloodline, and Matthew Rise for The Americans. I will go with Leif Schreiber for Ray Donovan on that one. Outstanding Drama Actress. Robin Wright for House of Cards. Viola Davis, How to Get Away with Murder. Tatiana Masolani for Orphan Black. Claire Danes for Homeland. Raji P. Henson for Empire. And Carrie Russell for The Americans. Um, that's a hard one, man. Uh, i leave that one open. Outstanding Comedy Actor. Jeffrey Tambor for Transparent. Anthony Anderson for Blackish, Will Forte for Last Man on Earth. Thomas Middleditch for Silicon Valley. Aziz Ansari for Master of None. And William H. Macy for Shameless. This one's really hard too because I would totally give it to Anthony Anderson for Blackish, Will Forte, Last Man on Earth, Thomas Middleditch, Silicon Valley, and Aziz for Master of None. I love all of those, so I hope one of them win. Outstanding Comedy Actress Julia Lewis Dreyfus for Veep, Amy Schumer for Inside Amy Schumer, Ellie Kemper for Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Laurie Metcalf for Getting On, Tracy Ellis Ross for Blackish, and Lily Tomlin for Grace and Frankie. Uh, This one's just as difficult, man. Amy Schumer, Ellie Kempler, Tracy Ellis Ross, all great nominees. Outstanding uh, limited series. People vs. O.J. Simpson, Fargo, American Crime, Roots, and The Night Manager. I would probably go People vs. O.J. on that. Outstanding reality program. The Voice, Amazing Race, Top Chef, Project Runway, Dancing with the Stars, and American Ninja Warrior. I would go with the voice out of that. Outstanding TV movie, All the Way, Confirmation, Luther, Sherlock, The Abominable Bride, and A Very Murray Christmas. Outstanding Supporting Actor, Comedy, Andre Brouwer for Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Ty Burrell for Modern Family, Matt Walsh for Veep, Louis Anderson for Baskets, Keegan-Michael Key for Key and Peel, Titus Burgess for Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, and Tony Hale for Veep. This one's hard as hell too, but I'd probably have to go with Andre Brouwer for Brooklyn Nine-Nine because that on that show outstanding supporting actress in a comedy niecy nash for getting on kate mckinnon for snl gabby hoffman for transparent allison janey for mom judith light for transparent and anna klumsky for veep i um, i probably go allison Janney for mom outstanding supporter uh in actor drama jonathan banks better call sal ben mendelson for bloodline peter dinklage game of thrones Kit Harrington, Game of Thrones, Michael Kelly, House of Cards, and John Voigt, Ray Donovan. And outstanding supporting actress in the drama, Maggie Smith, Down Nabby, uh, Lena Headley for Game of Thrones, Amelia Clark for Game of Thrones, Macy Williams for Game of Thrones, <laughs> more attorney in The Affair, and Constance Zimmer in Unreal. Uh, so, woo! And uh, that's just the main list. There's actually 113 categories overall, and you, you can find the full listing on our Twitter and Facebook pages. Just wanted to read off the main ones for you. There are lots of Game of Thrones nominations this year. Warner Brothers has officially filed for the trademark Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. So maybe a movie might be coming. You might be getting that new um, Harry Potter that you're looking for. Suicide Squad. The movie is tracking for around $125 million debut. That would be massive. That would actually put it higher... Uh breaking the record that Guardians of the Galaxy currently has, which I think opened to like 93 or something like that. So uh yeah, massive 125. Whew. Crazy. All right, let's see here. What else we got? Uh Ross Lynch has joined my friend Dahmer as a young Jeffrey Dahmer. Very interesting there. Colin Farrell, uh Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell, Jesus. Colin Farrell is in talks for Sofia Coppola's remake of The Beguiled. Uh, The Fantastic Beast* sequel will take the story in a whole new direction. So I guess they're going to make a sequel. They're moving forward on that one pretty quick. We have the brand new poster for the Star Wars Rogue One. It looks beautiful. Uh, It's actually up on our Instagram. So if you're not following us on Instagram, check it out. Exclusive posters and pictures. You'll love it. Just search Am I on the Air. Uh, Let's see here. We have the TV commercial trailer for Sharknado 4, The Fourth Awakens. We have uh, the trailer for Rules Don't Apply, starring Lily Collins. And the new trailer for Boo! A Medea Halloween, uh, starring Tyler Perry. (laughs) Yep, more Medea on the way. We also have the Red Band trailer for The Edge of Seventeen, which is a new uh, teenage comedy drama starring Woody Harrelson. Uh, Looks interesting. Uh, we posted up a Rogue One Star Wars story official featurette video that they launched over at Star Wars Celebration. It's a cool little three minute like behind the scenes kind of video. Um, we got some new Wonder Woman set photos you can check out that are awesome. Kong Skull Island that comes out next year, and the director of the movie promises the biggest King Kong you've ever seen on screen. Uh, we talked about this before how they were going to make the monkey or the apes are way bigger. Uh, Because their eventual journey here is in 2020 to have King Kong take on Godzilla. And we all know how big that new Godzilla was. So we need a way bigger King Kong if it's going to put up any kind of fight. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Dylan O'Brien from the Maze Runner movies. He's officially coming back for season six of Teen Wolf. So there you go. Pokemon Go is now the biggest mobile game in U.S. history. So take that, Candy Crush. So crazy. Um, Let's see here. We got some cool concept art for Blade Runner sequel. That's pretty awesome. Star Wars The Force Awakens will be debuting on TV on the Stars channel in September. Rose Byrne is set to star opposite Oprah Winfrey in HBO's Henrietta Lacks movie that they're doing. Oscar Isaac is joining Steven Spielberg's new movie Kidnapping of Egardo Mortora. We have the first trailer for Kickboxer Vengeance. You can check that out. Finally, they got a trailer out for that damn thing. So that's cool. Um, Law & Order True Crime, the the Menendez brothers, gets a series order. It's going to get an eight-episode series order over on NBC. Gotham is coming up with its third season, and they're going to be doing The Court of Owls. So very cool there. Once again, I tell people, now, a lot of people got turned off by season one of Gotham. Season two was way better, so I'm looking forward to some good things here on season three. Sherlock season four is coming with Benedict Cumberbatch, and they're saying that season four could be the last season of Sherlock Holmes. Andy Samberg is reteaming with HBO for a new doping comedy called Tour de Pharmacy. Uh, I'm looking forward to this. Andy Samberg hooked up with HBO last year and they did Seven Days in Hell, uh, which was like a tennis mockumentary that was hilarious. They did it with uh, Andy Samberg and Kit Harington from Game of Thrones. If you haven't seen that, look on the HBO Go app and look on their On Demand. You'll see it. Seven Days in Hell. It's so funny. And it did really well, too. So they want Andy Samberg to do a new mockumentary and this time they're going to do it on doping. So... Because that's a big thing right now. So, a new doping comedy called Tour to Pharmacy. Dame Cook has joined the cast of Star's upcoming American Gods. I'm very interested in this American Gods name, man. They are stacking this cast. Um, Ursula's daughter is teased in the first Descendants 2 promo. So, that's interesting. Liz McCarthy and her husband, Ben Falcone. They have a new comedy coming out here soon called Life of the Party. So, that's cool. Always looking forward to a new Melissa McCarthy comedy. Um, Grand Admiral Thrawn is revealed in the new Star Wars Rebels Season 3 trailer. Uh, this was a character that was only in the books. And uh, when Lucasfilm was cut out by Disney, they said the books didn't count anymore as canon. But now that Grand Admiral Grand Thrawn is in Star Wars Rebels, that means he is canon once again. So I know a lot of people are happy about that. He's a really cool villain. We have your first look at Jude Law as King Arthur, so check that out. Um, we can a teaser trailer for a Star Wars Battlefront Death Star DLC, which I'm very excited about right there. Um, Rogue One DLC is also going to be coming for Star Wars Battlefront. That's pretty awesome, too. Zoe Zaldana confirmed that she's in all four of the Avatar sequels that's going to get ready to be filmed here soon. Um... <clears throat> Uh, Star Wars Story Rogue One is probably going to be the first Star Wars movie to not include an opening crawl. Uh, Disney is saying that they're probably not going to have opening crawls for the uh, Star Wars Story kind of spinoff films to make them, you know, stand off a little bit more on their own than the actual volume. So, that's cool. I mean, I don't mind that. I mean, it makes sense to me. Let's do the crawls on the movies and leave the uh, spinoffs to themselves. Um, Alden... Heiren Reich, which we've already talked about, uh, him as the new young Han Solo in the Han Solo spinoff movie. Um, But it was never officially confirmed by Disney and Lucasfilm. Well, it is now. Uh, Over the weekend at Star Wars Celebration, they brought him out on stage and they confirmed that he is the new Han Solo at Star Wars Celebration. So congratulations to him. Um, We got some set photos from the Mummy reboot that's coming out. Excuse me we have some pretty cool concept art well it's pretty much one picture but it's for uh, from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 and you can see the new character Mantis in the picture which is pretty awesome and you see that Groot is still small he's still baby Groot in the new movie so that's pretty crazy too so I didn't think he would still be a baby in the new movie. Um, Silicon Valley star T.J. Miller is going to voice the lead character in the new Emoji movie coming from Sony. So, hey, Emoji movie sounds stupid as hell, but I'll take T.J. Miller doing it, so that's pretty cool. Uh, We got a couple teaser trailers, and I don't even want to call them a teaser trailer, but trailer teases from Vin Diesel for Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage. Yes, there's a new Triple X movie coming out next year that I'm super stoked about. I love the original triple X film and I hope this one does really well. And, uh, so Sunday night, um, he released a little like 10 second tease, which looked really, really cool. And then today they released another little 10 second tease that was focusing on Donnie Yen. Um, just doing some awesome martial arts. Uh, I know peeps is going to freak out about that one. Um, looked awesome, but once again, a little 10 second thing, but now they're saying the full trailer is going to be released tomorrow. So, January, not January, what the fuck am I thinking? July, <laughs> July 19th, we should be posting up the brand new full trailer for Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage. So, keep an eye out on that on all our social media, our Twitter and our Facebook. I will be posting that ASAP. And, of course, nmindandtheir.com on the trailer tab. So, keep an eye out. Um, Netflix, uh, never mind, I already talked about that. Scrap that. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, we have the brand new Magnificent Seven trailer, so you can check that out. That's awesome. The Xbox One S is set to be released in August. We have the official Blu-ray details for X-Men Apocalypse. Check that out. I just actually watched X-Men Apocalypse again the other night. I really like that movie. Tay Diggs is joining season three of Empire. The new Star Trek that's coming out on the ABC app, um, It is going to be going to Netflix internationally. I do want to stretch an international deal. America and Canada, it will not be on Netflix. So um, there was a little bit of miscommunication on that from a lot of websites this morning. And uh, I know I got excited. I was like, cool, I can just watch this on Netflix. Uh, No, (laughs) not for me, not in America. So internationally, it will be on Netflix 24 hours after it airs on the app. Um, But for the rest of us, we can only watch it on the app right now. Uh, Disney is talking about the possibility of an Indiana Jones movie universe. I don't know if we really need that, but of course they want to talk about that again. I thought this was really cool news that is being confirmed now that Paramount Pictures is going to be doing Star Trek 4. So not only is he going to be doing Star Trek Four, but their current storyline is for them to go back in time, and Chris Hemsworth is going to be returning, and he's going to be returning as uh, Captain Kirk's dad. You know, a lot of people forget that Chris Hemsworth was in the original Star Trek reboot because he wasn't really a, a known actor. Only in the beginning of the film, he dies. Spoiler alert. Um, you know, because he's the captain of the original Star Trek Enterprise, and he courageously goes down with his ship as a captain should. Um, but they're going to go back in time, and Captain Kirk is going to get to meet his dad, and they're going to do a mission together. And uh, I like it. I think getting Chris Hemsworth back is a unique idea, and I'm looking very forward to Star Trek four, even though we haven't even seen Star Trek three yet. But I'm hearing great things about Star Trek Beyond, which does hit theaters this Friday. So Hell yeah, Chris Hemsworth returning for Star Trek 4. HBO has officially announced a shortened Season 7 of Game of Thrones, and it will return uh, in the summer of 2017. Gotham has cast Walking Dead star uh, Benedict Samuel as the Mad Hatter. We have the new second trailer for The Girl on the Train. We have the new trailer for Skip Trace, starring Jackie Chan and Johnny Knoxville. Finding Dory is now also officially the biggest domestic animated movie ever. It is the biggest animated movie ever in America. That is crazy. Congratulations to Finding Dory. Speaking of Game of Thrones again, Game of Thrones Season 6, Blu-ray and DVD are coming in November. Uh, the TV show Shooter, I talked about that a little bit earlier. I told you it was getting pushed back again. It's officially been pushed back to the fall now. So no exact release date given yet, but USA Network has pushed it back to the fall. Game of Thrones season six ratings have averaged over twenty-five million per episode. That is just insane. A final quick little Star Trek trailer drop today. It's available to check out for Star Trek Beyond. Uh, I don't know why this is the new thing now for them to put out like a new one minute trailer like the week the movie comes out. It comes out Friday. I don't need a new trailer. Stop it. Robbie Amell, who a lot of people know as Firestorm from the Flash show, before the new Firestorm came in. <laughs> um, Robbie Amell is joining Adam Devine and Alexander Daddario in a new film called When We First Met. Sounds like a great cast so far to me. Uh, 20th Century Fox is bringing a Mouse Guard movie to life. Okay, I don't know what that is. But uh, over on the Stars channel, Power, season three premiere, shattered all of Stars' original series records. Congratulations. I really should watch Power. Uh, I see previews of this thing, and I'm like, you know what? This looks like I would really like it, but for some reason, I never watched this show. So it's good to see that it's doing very well for Season 3. I like it. Um, and lastly, a new official final trailer for Suicide Squad drop today. It's a unique trailer. basically focuses more on Viola um, Davis's character, Amanda Waller, and her interaction with the squad, and mainly Rick Flagg. Um, so it's a unique trailer, but you get a lot, You get a little bit of new footage. And, um, you know, like I said, we're only a couple weeks away. Very exciting. All right, that's our news, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get into our releases and our box office. On DVD and Blu-ray this week, as of tomorrow, Batman v. Superman, Dawn of Justice. Um, I'm so excited for this. This is the new Ultimate Cut. This is the three-hour version that Zack Snyder... Should have put out in theaters. This is the ultimate version. This is the director's cut. This is the version that you're seeing people that didn't even like the movie now like it because of this new version. It's been available on digital download for about the last three weeks. So people have been watching it. I know Geeky Pat bought it. He's already watched it like three times. I've been good. I've been holding back because I pre-ordered the Blu-ray and I want to watch it on Blu-ray. And I'm pissed because I'm out of town this week, so my Blu-ray is getting delivered tomorrow at my house, and I'm not even going to be home till Friday. So, But uh, I'm looking forward to sitting down and watching the ultimate cut and seeing the real version, because I love the movie. I gave it five stars as it was, and I can't wait to see what the real version was, because I hear nothing but great things. So that comes out on Blu-ray tomorrow. In theaters this week on Friday, we just talked about it, Star Trek Beyond, Ice Age, Collision Course, and the new horror movie Lights Out. Here's your box office report. Coming in at number 10, it's Independence Day Resurgence with 3.5 million. Number nine is the BFG with 3.7 million. Number eight is the Infiltrator with 5.3 million. Number seven is Central Intelligence with 5.3 million. Number six is the Purge Election Year with 6.1 million. Number five is Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates with 7.5 million. Number four is Finding Dory with 11 million. Number three is The Legend of Tarzan with $11.1 in. Number two, it's Ghostbusters. Yeah, it didn't quite hit number one. Ghostbusters was the biggest movie on Friday night, and then it kind of fell back on the weekend um, a little bit. So Ghostbusters still brought in a very nice $46 million debut. Uh, it was above expectations, and Sony's already talking about doing a sequel. So it's not 100% confirmed right now, but they're saying, yes, we're going to move forward with this thing. And if you stayed through the credits, there's an after-credits scene in Ghostbusters. They definitely set you up for that sequel. So Ghostbusters debuting at number two with $46 And your number one film, once again, for the second week in a row, it's The Secret Life of Pets with $50.6 million. That'll do it, ladies and gentlemen. That's your box office report. And that is my time. We've had our longest episode in about a month going on the hour mark right now, which is just crazy. Dude. The last several episodes have been like a half hour. I thank you for tuning in. I hope you I hope the sound quality was okay. I'm gonna be really scared to upload this thing uh based on my internet connection here at the hotel and not having my mics and stuff, but hopefully it wasn't too bad. I did a couple tests earlier and it sounded okay. So uh hopefully you bear with me. I appreciate it. I wanted to get the new content out for you guys. I didn't wanna I thought about maybe skipping a week again, but I was like, let's not get into that. We've been on a good roll. So uh so I'm here with the second one once again thank you everybody for tuning into my last episode with Cinco it was the season 13 premiere it was my five-year anniversary uh, doing this show my 212th episode and I uh, got a lot of love from you guys on Twitter and people listening saying hey man congratulations happy anniversary you know like and it was cool to see the love and the support from everybody that's been listening to this show and uh, you know, thanks again. And, you know, that's why we're back here a week later doing episode 213. So, uh, this has been season 13, episode 2. Who are you going to call? Um, my name is Don Mega. You can follow me on Twitter at Mega. Of course, follow the show on Twitter at Am I On The Air? Like us on Facebook at facebook.com Am I On The Air? Um, you can, uh, of course, amiontheair.com is our official webpage. That's where you can listen to the show, look at movie reviews all that good stuff, all our social media stuff's on there as well. We are on iTunes, so download, rate, subscribe. Once again, take the time to please rate, hopefully four stars, five stars, whatever star scale they're doing, and, uh, you know, give us some love on there. Leave a little review. It really helps out. Um, We are available on Stitcher as well, Uh, Spreaker, Google Play Music. um, Tune in. We're all over the interwebs. We're on YouTube. Subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash ammo on the air, Instagram, Periscope, the whole nine. Uh, you can find us all over the interwebs. So uh signing off here from uh, Springfield, Missouri. Hope you guys have a great week. And until next time. Peace. Bye daddy. We're Red Red talking.